are watching the same feeds going, hang on a minute. Oh, whoa, whoa. But we're going we're gonna to get there. Oh, are we? okay. We're going to get there. We'll get into all that. Uh, let's start off. What are we smoking tonight, guys? Dab-wise, I think we've got like a, a chronic cocktail. It is a very nice cocktail. I just had some in the brief audio intermission that we had. What uh, is it? Oh, what it? And that's a Skywalker Chem Dog. Girl Scout. Girl Scout cookie. And it tastes a bit more girl cookie than Chem Scout. Well, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and there's just a bit too much water in that top thing. If you checked, it's like tastier. Yeah. This is from um, the mountain man. This is from the man who lives in the mountains, and he's got some pretty serious alchemy going on here. This is as clean as a whistle. It's, it's like nice. if the four trickles are grown dead. Yeah, four trickle dank. So let's get into the story about wheat prices around the world. It's <coughs> a leafy article. <laughs> and just to, I think let's start with, I missed it in this article. What did they say that the prices were in, was it in Joburg or something? That well, the Joburg price is actually, um, you see, the, the, these guys can see it on the screen now. But Joburg <coughs> is basically two thirds of the way down. We're in the bottom five. We're in the bottom five. So... You know what? It oh, just made it just made me laugh a little bit that everyone says that all of this weed that gets busted is export quality. So maybe it is because it's the cheapest weed around, as far as leafly are concerned. Really? As far as illegal weed goes, yeah. Is Cape Town not mentioned there? Uh, no, four dollars. <coughs> uh, yeah, it says four dollars a gram in Joburg. Four dollars, and what's the exchange right now? Ten it's about it's like sixty bucks a gram. It's about right. Yeah. So it's 15 to 1 to the dollar. Um, so that's round about right for just it's like medium grade greenhouse yeah. on the street somewhere. Maybe you'd get 120 at Banbury or maybe you'd get 30 at the taxi rank in Javert Park. Yeah. But 60 is about right. So all that export quality weed, it's all changing quite quickly. Eh? But what are the prices around the... Okay, I've got them. Oh, okay. I'm very <laughs> But what interested. should you expect for 60 bucks in Joburg? Because also in Joburg, it's also it's like who you know with everything. But what, at 60 bucks, should there be much well, you pips in it? Should there be some nice grade of outdoor? It's low grade. Not indoor. Mm, I don't know. touch, dude. I don't know. I would imagine that yeah. there's going to be a few pips for 60 bucks, yeah. yeah. And it's going to be pretty dry <laughs> and it'll have been compressed into the... Door panels of a fucking Chevy pickup or something. The crotch yeah. of a donkey crossing the border. Because <laughs> if you look at like the most expensive, yeah, it's apparently Tokyo, which is thirty, basically thirty-three dollars a gram. I think that's danger what? pay. Though. I think that's danger pay. You, I'm sure in Tokyo, catch, get caught with that. Literally in public, get your hands chopped off, lips removed. You're done. You're done. That's <laughs> removed. Fingerprints off. <laughs> We're going to get into that now, because the States okay, is a complicated thing. The States is so, a one-dimensional do you ever buy? Do you ever buy weed on the street? Who still buys weed okay. on the street? Do you know no, anybody? I'm asking no, for a friend, just, Penny. I'm just asking okay. for a friend. No, I don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> well, what's the last time any of us bought weed? I, I used to. Yes, we all did. Um, until... I make them go and come into the When box. did I come up? <laughs> Not on the street. About 2015. I would actually meet him in Woolies in Adley Street and walk around. I'd give him the money. In Woolies in Adley I'm sorry. But, no, but, no, but you see, I'd get off the... Oh. <laughs> That's fucking white property capital at work. Yeah, fucking white privilege. Um, no, it's called Umlungu Old Woman Privilege. 
Yeah. They don't suspect me. No, not at all. I mean, I'm walking in there. I mean, the guys used to say to me at work in Cape Town, you are so brazen, we cannot fucking believe it. Now, my friend used to do that. Go there to yeah. the shops and you have a packet we of chips. Literally. And, and put, his, put the stuff in the chips or, and then you sell it to the guy. Here's the chips. Yeah, like, well, hey. Yeah. Or, or, or is it that if you do that in the store, the oak still has to pay for the chips now? Jesus, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> we just walked. Yeah. You're stealing. Oh, fuck. No, 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 no. You don't want the chips. They're my chips. No. <laughs> I think that. But people don't suspect me. But the thing they is, you, you're really walking into the most videoed place on earth. But that's the most unsuspecting place. But that's place. the best that's thing. The best it's when to people do, it. do this and they I agree. and they're I like, totally agree. But you're just passing around. You're walking. I've got yeah, my arm roundies and we're laughing. okay. Well, have you seen there's that? Plain oh, man. Yeah. There's that challenge. Have you seen that? I think it's hashtag too loud. And the wow. challenge is to sit in, in a very public place like a McDonald's or a mall and roll a joint and then smoke it and walk around smoking it until someone busts you. And the sooner you get busted, the louder your weed is because I smoke. <laughs> and you pass it to people <laughs> around. You're it's quite like, no, hashtag where? too where? loud. Anywhere. Anyway, the more public place, the better, because yeah. that's the point. You're trying to see how long it takes before someone like, busts. Is everyone, somebody's filming somebody else doing it? Mm. Okay, so Saturday, Saturday Nelson Mandela like Square. No, right in the middle of like the Bryanston shopping centre when everyone's doing like but you can't Saturday night. No, 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 no. That's no. the point. In like a oh. Friday night movie in the cinema, yeah. in the movie. Yeah, no, there's a literally movie. then see if someone would complain. Put out your dab rig with the car battery. Even have to dab it. See if they tune you. <clears throat> What's that smell? Oh, sorry, it's just my pop puree handbag. My brought my granny's handbag. Pop puree. <laughs> yeah, right. It's my granny's ashes <laughs> of this paper. It's my puree. granny's ashes. <laughs> <laughs> but it, looking, looking at this Leafly article, it does bring me to a point though, it's like, how much would you be prepared to pay for a grand? I think there's a Like if it's dire, if you've got no fucking options and it's been like a fucking month of no weed. Yeah, but there's like, a question you need to ask before that, what can a person afford? That's the big thing. Yeah. So we should do and a And especially job. you must remember, people's increase is only half of what the cost of living increases. Yeah, not even. Yeah. But that's, that's, but that's, that's like, there's, a, there's a price you're prepared to pay on the 1st of the month, and there's a price you're prepared to pay on the 23rd of the month. You it's know? like the salty crits. They loaded, piled on, they come back and they just got fucking butter on. Baked <laughs> beans and toast. So at the end of the month, the bushdacher with the pups is fine. <laughs> well, let's ask them, what's the most you've ever paid a grand? Uh, and in a personal capacity, I know economics or scale and all that, and we can do a boring BMW charm. But like, like personally, what's the most you've ever paid? In Amsterdam, I paid 100, the equivalent of uh, 150 bucks a gram, but um, it's rarely that I buy it in yeah, South Africa. Africa. 150 and that was where you went over recently. Yeah, last year. Yeah, last year. Because in um, 2006, I was getting a gram for five euros. I oh, know it's up to between 10 and 15. Oh, yeah, that was about the time I was there. Between 10 and 15 yeah, depends on the establishment. Okay, cool. right, March, so. April 20, 2006. Greenhouse runs at about 14 euros and some of them are less than 10. 10 up to 13 and around 12 bucks a <coughs> gram. 12 <coughs> bucks, 12 euro, euro a gram. So it's almost, well, just over double. But now I got, we had a, a <coughs> thing in here two, three weeks ago that somebody had left behind, and that was 260 bucks for a gram of what he left. Really? Downtown, and that was a whole bunch of uh, Middle Eastern genetics. Fucking beautifully grown now. I mean, Christ, top draw, but 
you know what? It didn't wow. really take out your front teeth, and it didn't make you go like. It didn't really. Like some people when they get the greenies. It didn't. Yeah. I thought uh, on a, 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 for two hundred sixty bucks a gram, <laughs> I'd have to go really stuff. easy on something that powerful. But hey, mm. uh, it was nothing to really write home about. Beautifully cured, mauled, excellent. There's yeah. no waste. Nice. So that's that's two sixty. But now remember, we must also remember this: and that two sixty is now coming from the end seller. So yeah. we've got to try and track that back as to what is the grower selling that. Uh, what's a kilo of that going now? As if somebody wants it, if somebody's trying to sell it and dying bankies for two sixty, it must be at least one hundred and fifty a kilo. No, but I imagine that grade of bud doesn't yeah. move hands too much. Like I can imagine like some Lusutu bud that comes on the donkey and then via the mama, then via the cassia, and then via the dealer or whatever. But I imagine bud in that market generally moves from one to the next. To the south. Yeah, I'd say, you know, I'd it's say a trade small... two or three times max, I think. Yeah. Max, it... because you know, it's, it's, there's too much. It's yeah. just sold at such a high price because of growing in this, in this country. I think that's high moment, level. It's like. Your original story, yeah, question of how much you're prepared to pay. Mm -hmm. There is a drought yeah. in Jersey, but there always is now. This there is the lean be. months of everyone burst the cush apart at Christmas, and now everyone's waiting for the grow to grow. Uh, sure. Yeah, that's why there's all these busts around and around and around. There's these fucking four-meter ganja bushes in everybody's backyard. <laughs> and, you know, people, they chop the top off and it just, it goes... just gets worse. I mean, no, this will help. This will help. Yeah, no like, oh, way, my Lord, what have I done? Oh, God, ah! you got six freaking things coming over the top of the It's like staring Bob Martins on your pubes. It's just... <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's like, have you tried that? Bob right. Martins. Smearing Bob Martin on your pubes. No, I just I wonder why he. I don't know. He's got loads of pets. You never know what this is. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> the best bit's getting it. That's suspect. And then you get a good boy when you finish. I remember. I remember, um, I remember seeing Billy Connolly not live in like 1977 oh, so or something like that. And he was always telling the story in the late 70s about how comes everyone spends a fortune on the shampoo for their hair on their head. But you don't have to do anything to the pubes. Yeah. It just goes zwing all the time. You don't have to condition them. You don't have to comb it out. Nothing. They just one. And that was like nineteen. Could you imagine the teeny tiny straightening irons? Yes, as the old bronze just right. <laughs> Enough of that, though. Right. Okay. Moving on. Oh, sorry. Can I just Mary Lou? Mary Lou. Yeah, Mary can Lou. you see? I put it right. I hope it's okay. <laughs> You're gonna have to use Yeah, Mary Lou's a bit OCD about the thing so falling am I. down. Are you? Okay. I'm so hot Mary Lou, I'm, on... I'm a Virgo. Come on. Mary Lou, if you're on the live feed. <laughs> yeah, please let us know. Practice class on Instagram. Practice. I'm always looking for somebody just saying uh, he's just saying go to Praxis Glass. And you know what I'm on? I will. Go because to. I'm a bit of a thing for I'm more addicted oh, to the glass than the weed for sure. Cool. So, Jules, you were saying yeah, that you went to the Free State this, I think it was when, last week? Yeah, last, uh, we drove down last, uh, whenever it was, last Friday during the day, and we found this amazing straight road for 100 k's in a straight line into the Free State. But it was when into we, the lion's den, wasn't it? It was completely into the lion's den. I think there were nine government agencies on the stage. Everyone lit up when we walked in. We were the dots on the domino. We were in a deep Free State township now. And uh, a lot of Rastafari uh, and a lot of local community. And everybody, the whole idea was that it was a youth empowerment program 
And there was a whole bunch of teenagers and adolescents in there, and, and young people, listening to all the government agencies telling them for 10 minutes what their agency can do for them as far as careers or filling in forms or getting information or getting on with stuff so the Department of Agriculture, Transport, Health and other local nurses. Everybody you were suing? Four out of nine of the people <laughs> there were people we were suing but at that level they wouldn't have a clue about any of that at all. And Myrtle was invited to speak for 10 minutes to describe what we do as a non-profit company as an, as an, as an opportunity for South African communities. So we had to engineer this brand new presentation for the youth. Youth data. Huh? Youth? What about the youth? You know. So now we're embracing the youth for a forward-thinking five-year plan of how legalization can help the community. So we went back the next day on the Saturday morning, and as I switched my phone on in the cheapest guest house in the known universe there's fucking there's one layer of bricks between us and the outside you can see through the crack into the car no. hey, what a story this place was anyway i put my phone on and all hell had let loose over during the night in stellenbosch yeah. and it desperately uh. affected me i can't believe i can't believe i'm telling you this but i literally burst into tears when i finished reading because the pressure of now doing this brand new presentation to the lion's den as he put it then this coming through with this just raw, brutal story of blow by blow of cops bashing down doors. I think Baz is going to do that later. Anyway, <laughs> Tell us so about anyway look, trip. the presentation was amazing. We felt very humble because the community did this whip round and they'd actually, with the money we got from them, it paid for all the accommodation, for the food that we had, and some of the petrol money. So if we could do that every weekend, I'd be a happy man. We just but got, no, when you said the youth, what was the age group? Hard to tell. Uh, now, by the by, the time Saturday came, it, it was built for ten, but in sort of very, very organically by eleven, it got going, and there must have been 150 people in the room. And by then, it was just about everybody because the rasses had been out on the backies with the megaphone, old school. Come and see the Dakar couple. Come and hear about legalisation. <laughs> you could hear it going around the township, really? and people drifted in and they it's listened. So cool. And you know what I thought? There was all of this story on Twitter about. There was a whole bunch of black people saying, we want to get rid of Afrikaans, it's obsolete. I don't know whether you're part of that. Did you hear that whole story? There's a whole bunch of people saying that. And the that. last sentence, more people That's speak Afrikaans so, than English. Right, well, you see, every, I was a foreigner completely. I was completely white and completely English. And everybody spoke Afrikaans. And I thought, if you get rid of Afrikaans, how are these people going to convert? The because it is thesis. their mother tongue, basically, yeah. really. It's, what is it? Zulu first, and then it's Afrikaans, and then English. I think Sutu's big. but anyway. Afrikaans is spoken by low. Yeah, but it's a big deal. We know we're going to see lots of Fricky Funamad with type weeds in the future from the Free State as well. I hope so. So I think the Free State will be relevant. But like you were saying, so guys, it was kind of the biggest story of the week locally, I think is that shit really kicked off in yeah, Stellenbosch. Yeah, it did kick off. And awful. to give you the rundown, so basically, mm -hmm. this couple, they, the cops rocked up from what I understand. And so either someone had called them, basically they'd been rolled on, and they had like <coughs> 20 grams of weed on them. And apparently the cops were quite rah, rah, rah. And took money, them And there was like, apparently, and I'm just quoting from, you know, yeah. hearsay at the moment. But there was like 15 grand cash, apparently. That's also cops took. And apparently, uh, it got to a point where one of the officers wanted to give the wife in the couple, who's apparently like 34 weeks pregnant or something. Yeah, heavily pregnant. Apparently. A cavity search. Yeah. And then 
not long after, another violent protest, I don't know, thing happened in Stellenbosch where people got shot with rubber bullets You, you missed well. one then. The man team. Oh, did they pull the man's dreads or something? They cut they his cut dreads. His dreads oh. He had been growing for 30 years. That's there's, there's, right, going into the Catholic church. There's his dreads on the church. picture there, look. It's like they, going into the Catholic church and pissing on the altar. You do not do that. Disrespect yeah. to the... There's the dude level. there with like two-thirds of his hair gone. And then, it, they, they, you know, they put it on a, on a shrine. Rubber bullets going off. Look at the chin is of that lady there. Is this a couple that was Basto? No. No, no, this this just in the a whole, no, a whole bunch of people were rounded up. This oh. was a complete sweep. And we just got... The reason we got this raw uh, uh, messenger was we know this lady, we know her boyfriend, and they, or they, they'd been hustled before yeah. in another place, and so they knew how to get hold of us. And we got... Well, I mean, now it's surreal, you know? Now this is happening, or it's happened eight hours before. They're all in the jail, and we have to put on this bright face and do a brand new presentation to all these O's in front of us. What a surreal day at cannabis activism, matey. And if anybody wants to diss us and say, you fucking lie, you sit at home and you don't do anything, or you, you don't know what the fuck you're playing at, Jesus, we, we got bombarded that day with cannabis activism. But also, if I can, just to devil's advocate this a bit, though, you know, there's like always three sides to every story. He's hers and the truth. Yeah. Oh, hers, hers and the truth. A part of me does wonder, does, and don't get me wrong, I get that this Oates be, probably been profiled for as long as he's been a raster, because they're such stereotypical targets. They're so easy to identify in that. And maybe he's had a bit much of it, I can't mm. say. But it, I think this testifies to how quickly things can escalate. Because... Maybe this was a situation where the cops that just escalated. Maybe the cops got there between them and the couple that escalated together. Maybe it took two to tango to get to such a point. Because I think it is a lesson. And even if the cops are decades in the situation, I understand decades then. But if they weren't decades to start and they escalated it together, it's a lesson in like, be careful of how chacharach you can maybe be. Excuse me, but this is, no, this is where it comes in. One very simple thing. Our police are not competent. That's why they blocked me on Twitter. They are overweight, unfit, incompetent, corrupt, and fucking liars. They are incompetent because a policeman, I knew police, okay, growing up in the 70s and 80s. Police are trained how to deal with a situation. You are supposed to be the calming factor at all times. Mm -hmm. It's like being any manager when you have people who work under you. And there's a lot of managers in each take note here too. You talk to the, the, the people who you're dealing with. It's all about the manner in which you talk and you portray yourself. Our cops are untrained. I mean, look, we know so many of them have criminal mm. records. They are not competent. <clears throat> Our police force needs to be retested because a decent cop who honoured his badge and been a public civil servant would not let a situation escalate. Would not finger or fist you a pregnant all, woman. You have pregnant all, woman. You have all <coughs> been found wanting. You know where it comes from the very top of the tree at the um oh, well, at, the, obviously, sta at the station commander that day he needs forty arrests. He knows exactly where everyone is. Where he's trying to get They know them. exactly where everybody is. They do a raid and they, prey on them. and they just prey on these people it. and it's very easy to haul them all in. The majority of the people that ended up in Stellenbosch Nick were Rastafari on the Saturday night. Some got bail on Sunday, I believe, and then most were out on Monday. But by the time we got through the weekend, 
Myrtle and I got back to Joburg by late afternoon on Sunday. There's like everybody's out and about. Jeremy Acton's on the phone to us, coordinating his letter. We'll talk about We're that in a minute. Y'all. And uh, people on the ground, Brian Rascora, uh, uh, Rastafari Brian Rascora, he's one of our expert witnesses. He's um, a very senior Rastafarian in the community. I tagged him before I went and did the whole presentation. He knew about it, so I could kind of relax a bit. If Brian knows he's in that hood, then... Because I hadn't twigged that I know this lady yet. I'm spooked with the whole thing of the vision, the visions of what just went down, because mm-hmm. we've all had cops in our house. She I had cops in my house for five hours, and you know what? I've had a robbery as well, but the fucking cops are much scarier than any robber. True story. Well, I think if we can... Maybe it's a top-down thing. Penny, you've got a quote on your phone from, I think, what's it? Fakile, crush their nuts, crush their balls. Fear for call. Fear for call, shoot yeah. to kill. I'd like you in a fucking dark room. <laughs> but fucking I, haven't, I haven't heard this quote yet. I don't know, Dan, if you've read it or heard it. Yeah, but I, just, I researched that sucker. Yeah. Penny, if you'll feed it to us then, quick. We've got an appointment with them, and we are coming for them, because we cannot allow South Africans to be gripped in fear by criminals. We must squeeze the space for criminals and we must make it unbearable. Our police force is on the ground to ensure that these criminals have got an unbearable fear and an unbearable lifestyle. Police Minister Fikil Mubale, Cape Town, May 2017. Yeah, true. I've got a news flash for you, arsehole. You are incompetent. <laughs> you can go and Attend Benon's 30th birthday as Mr. Raz Mateus. Then he was sports minister. We all know what you did to the sports department. Fuck. Yeah. And now you're Mr. Fear Foucault. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure you feel your own fucking shadow, don't you? From from the depths of a 12-story no, condo sorry. in Dubai somewhere. And Listen, in, case, in case he's listening, sorry. On the 31st of January on Twitter at 4.29pm, you might have got a notification. It reads as follows. One, no search warrant. Two, cavity searching a pregnant woman. Three, stealing from the citizens. All of the above from our police. What say you at? And I tagged you, police minister. And the quote that I tweeted was from the Ducker couple with Stellenbosch shame. So you're always on Twitter. Can you stop masturbating to girly pics to answer my tweets? <laughs> Thank you, Fear Fuckall. Yeah, Fear Fuckall. You know what? Um, there's a problem with some criminals. There's a problem with drugs. But the people who are dealing with that drug problem see the drugs as the problem, not the symptom. Yeah. So we got a long, long way to go before all of that sorts itself out. Legalise whatever you want. But our point to the police minister is, what exactly is the point of cutting people's hair off and tossing them in a prison for two days, that's malice. That's nothing to do with doing my it's job. Because you know where they are anyone. for months. They're not a flight risk. They haven't got anywhere, anything to go anywhere with. Yeah. We couldn't get hold of them the next day because their phones are gone, obviously. They're now we're dealing with different phone numbers of other people. And now, then we get a message on Monday lunchtime. I'm in an internet cafe trying to do the thing and logging on to join the queue because... We're, we're trying all to get the, all yeah. the people that have been um, hustled that weekend, all the people who have charges against them, we're trying to collate them and join the queue with the case numbers. So uh, we're taking some legal advice to try and figure out if there's some sort of class action. But there's many people doing many things. So 
we've, we've got it on the boil. It's at the Mail and Guardian. Uh, the Beal rang me about it. Uh, it's, it's going around at the, 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 the mill. Things look pretty hectic in Stellenbosch. You know, Cape Town's dealing with mineral water, but to deal with that as well, Jesus, it's yeah. like, why aren't they shipping in truckloads of water? Or spending this money on sorting out the problem that they have. Enough. I think that's another podcast altogether. Ah, yeah. No, can I say something there? Haven't yeah. you noticed a pattern? Oh, okay. Nelson Mandela Bay yeah. has run out of water already. Cape Town is about to. Those are the only two provinces that are led by who? It gets the ANC turning off the tap. The DA. Oh, no, everybody blames Helen Zilla and the Western Cape government. They cannot do anything. They need national government. And about two months ago, six Jeez, weeks ago, I never thought of that before. Carte Blanche did an <clears throat> insert on this. Oh, yeah? And Patricia DeLille and, and somebody else, not Helen Zilla, they were giving the dates of all their correspondence from years back to national government. National government, th this is, think about it. How can they win this? Haven't you seen already the ANC are now talking about getting Auntie Patty on board? It was on Times Up this morning. Now, I bet for Kila and Bolula's involved. And this, no, but this is, you think about it. They've always wanted the Western Cape. What perfect way. The, 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 the provincial government cannot do anything like that. Funding, yeah. Like with the desalination and all that. It has to come from national government. Debbie Sankari governor covered it. Okay. Go onto Carte Blanche's website because you can go to back episodes. That's oh. Oaks, Oaks. That's a deep another rabbit hole. Because yeah. number next up on the topic. Listen, I research rabbit holes, okay? And I'm a brilliant researcher. Yeah, that's why you're here. I think you've been a guest more than anybody on the pop. Third pop, time. Pop. Yeah, you Third see. Because you stir the shit. They you know, invited me back. You know <laughs> what cuck this lady prats, but it's all the truth, eh? As somebody said to me once before, you say what most people think. And the Fucking thing is, up. I was silenced. <laughs> I was silenced for 34 years. When yeah. I found my voice 20 years ago, I will not be silenced again. Do Brilliant. not tell here, me here. to stand down. Because yeah. I followed all your rules for 30 years and it got me fucking nowhere. Right. Um, so now that, 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 that's your chance woman can... shit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now's your chance you can get a word in it. <laughs> so, uh, it looks like prices in the US. And Dan, I think you'll have some value. Oh, it lost. Yes, it lost. Prices well, on in a, the US. On, 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 I forgot. Quickly, one of our... No, I forgot yeah, about this. On, on, on our one of our persons on the chat. Yeah, they, Francis Glass. Francis, Francis Glass. Francis Glass. Uh, oh, are they local? Yes, they're local glass blowers. They've and who was that you told you to go to That was Francis On the live feed On our live feed. Oh, I thought it was a man's name. Message then. Yeah. Practice yeah. class, get, get, a, get a hold of us on like yeah. Fields of Green because we should talk one of to us. you about things then. Yeah. Because we like playing Because nice we're a big oats. fan of smoking shit out of glass. Yeah. I'll contact you. I'm sorry, but I'm going to be really cool. naive. What is the glass for? It's pipes. pipes glass pipes and stuff. Well, they, they blow... Man. Yes, it's... It <laughs> 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 leads to harder stuff. No, I mean, shush. Oh, no, they're on Instagram as well. So, yeah. They're yeah, we'll get out to you guys. some groovy-looking bits. But are they... So, um, yeah. the bottom line with the, uh, the cop thing is, as I said in the blog post, there are huge problems in impoverished areas around the world, not just Stellenbosch, where it's out of control and the gangsters run the show because the okay. only economy there is is overpriced drugs. And they're overpriced because they're hectic and illegal and sort of that you risk your life and your liberty under this shit. Prices fucking skyrocketed. So if they made it completely decriminalized and nobody went down, that's the first step 
to all of it, but they think that the weed is the problem, not a symptom of this massive, massive socio-economic no, problem. But they see it as a black and white thing, because also you think you're going to target, when you're arresting that weed user, you're targeting that person. That person is still a part of the community. It still ripples. It's, everything still has effects. Jesus. So, you're not, so you're not like, boom, that person's isolated, everything's cool, everyone's... You fuck shit yeah. up. Yeah. You fuck shit yeah, up. No, they, that's because what the they are, they're functional. Is, they're functional in, the, in society, whereas a heroin addict is not quite functional and he's not someone that actually is in society that's going to cause a ripple. Yeah. So take a heroin addict out that's literally stealing from people. Yes, it's going to cause a slight ripple, but not the ripple that would happen to someone that's a stoner or someone that at least has some weed on him, but goes to work every day, works for the family, brings the bread home, and does his part. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a huge. There's already it's a, loads of it. And all that, yeah. and he's doing his part. He's not being like the lazy or the or the the, 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 the thief or the, the. He's putting food on the table. It could be it. your child's school teacher. There we go. Exactly. And nobody's getting rich. They're just keeping it together. Also, and maybe this That's is it. a reiteration of a similar question we had because we asked like about busts and that. But how many times have we seen busts and it's just weed? It's not bodies in the basement. No. It's not kids um, in the cupboard. Or illegal firearms. You know what? Or mandrakes. I've been looking for that on the Twitter feed because I look at the word Ducker and hashtag Ducker all day long. Well, not all day, but I get the feed coming through. And they have actually, after loads of moaning by the likes of us lot, they have been putting in a couple of other things and firearms <laughs> and a bit of tick here and a man. 117 mandrakes tick pills. I think, fuck, you know, that's going to kill supply. My it? old man could smoke that in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's, why are they always grinning like Cheshire cats? you got the bowl of cream. And because they didn't do anything to it's do it. Like, they walked they, up on their bus and they didn't have to go chase the dude the down or do some detective work yeah. or actually do some man. policing work. They're getting very close to the bone with the photos as well. There's people in those photos and they are accused. They're not convicted yet. And you can't have people shots. It's getting so close to the bone on people's full foot. That's actually true. Yeah, yeah no, 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 for no. sure. But all of that. Because um, the papers don't show pictures either until they've pleaded. Right. Right. No, yeah. it's scary business. But anyway, the states, guys. So. Yes, I forgot. Oh, yeah, the states. But you kept us hanging for so long. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's a story on. Let's check. MJBizDaily.com. Uh, decimated oversupply is wrecking things in the states. Basically, what that means is the states, it was lacquer. There were a couple of states that had things legalized. So people would come and <coughs> it would be this bottleneck yes. and it kept okay. prices up pretty high. But now that we see more states legalized, there's actually started to be situations of oversupply. And from what I understand it, like a pound, which is like half a kilogram mm. yeah. of decent bud wholesale, used to be about three. Four hundred dollars in the US. What five hundred grand? Yeah, about five hundred. Yeah. So like four okay. eighteen a pound. How much? Are we waiting for this? <laughs> let's, get the, let's ask Google that. But now the deal is, it's gone from like three four hundred dollars a pound to as low as fifty. It seems to be sitting at a hundred, but in some instances they say realistically it's not going to hit fifty dollars a pound. So that is like a grand a grand. Fifty dollars for half a kilo. Fifty dollars <laughs> for half a kilo of weed. Is um, seven hundred and fifty rand. It's seven hundred and fifty rand. So it's fifteen hundred bucks a kilo of primo. For Kanja. not so much primo. So no, it does. It does say there is. This is not specialist outlets doing oh, short order it's nice outdoor. indoor bud, but this is great outdoor. The staple oh, diet okay. of all the smokers everywhere. Um, yeah, there's such a glut, and there's so many people. I think in the article it said. 
there were 500 outlets and another 140 coming online for yeah, well, getting why. your bud. But I mean, it's been in Oregon. This is Oregon. Yeah, it's been like yeah. there since the 90s. It's kind of part of the family. But so many people have jumped in with their dispensary or whatever. Or no, it's full on. It's full legalization. Yeah. But that's not a bad price, but he said that it was $300. It started off, um, I, mean, I think, in Colorado. Everywhere that was, My every gosh. documentary you watch, like everything, if you watch for like most of the 90s and up to about three, four years ago, that used to be the rate, three to $400 a pound of okay. decent bud. You asked for the decent. most we've paid. I would not pay that, eh? But that's a pound. But you know what? Um, why not? I mean, it's legal. You can go in the shop, get a scave, hang out, get a latte, <clears> move <throat> on. You I pay one up, you'd what, buy what, cotton, right? What yeah. price... Yeah. You buy a carton of cigarettes, you buy a whole six pack of beer and store them in your cupboard, you buy a whole pound of That's weed true. and store that in jars that is there for Yeah, completely. Look the at the weed, week. we got the weed stored up there, look. Pounds yeah. of it. Pounds. <laughs> Pounds. Pounds. And I still did get. Can I just read you something? Yeah. My, this is my daughter, I told her coming on. <laughs> hey, Ma, have fun and good luck. Well, Diff, check it out again. I remember the last time you did it. Nice. Wow, she nice. remembers. I love her. I love darling. But then if we do the math of it, then, like, yeah. realistically, yeah. like, what do you reckon it costs to go grow? I know there's a gram and a gram, but what do you think is the, like, the cheapest you could really grow a decent gram at? Well, there, in it Africa. Costs, it does cost. It what, indoor, cost, outdoor? Uh, let's, let's assume this sort of grade, a good outdoor. I don't think it costs free. that much. Yeah, essentially free. it's your time. Free. Free. Yes, free. Yeah, no, I yeah. reckon it's just Africa's your time. got soil that is so fertile, we yeah. can literally, come on, like it's free. It is free. Yeah. You can grow a plant outdoors. And, um, yeah, but your time's got to be worth something. Okay, yeah, but, well, okay no, but that, that. This is your, no, this is your own time probably, to gain something for yourself. So yes, you're rewarding yourself with your time. So. But if you were to yeah, sell it, like not to sell by pounds. Hey, look, you're not going to be doing that on your own either. There's you wages would, I think. There's some serious wages well, to Well, yes, pay, we you know? took, look, we're talking about just to get a base grab, but yes, if you've got a whole farm, then the cost comes in where you're oh, going yeah. to pay people. And the clippers. Yeah, the time. Oh, I love that job. Clipping.com, fuck, it's oh, great. Clipping's I... like one of those jobs. <laughs> I, I got over clipping in about 1997. Because you can only close I did it for the first time two years, babe. <laughs> is, that like I love month, it. is that like a month after I your said, first only, time clipping? Only when, only when I did it two years ago, did I realize where the saying sticky fingers comes from. Sticky fingers. I'm very naive still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sticky but fingers. But not. But what do you reckon is a realistic number for like a commercial sort of oak? Because these are mostly commercial but, oaks, I imagine. I'm sure... Uh, if, uh, I don't know. I've never actually had to quantify it like that. Yeah. How much does it cost to pre crop? Uh, you're going to bring in some super seaweed nutrients and a whole bunch of other stuff and really pamper them, or you're just going to make your own compost and you're on the side of a hill. Seed is where the seems to be where the money's at. So how much did it cost you to buy the seed in the first place? Because yeah. are you going to be breeding seed at the same time as you're growing a field of green? Because there's a big well, job as a on new it. Grower, as a new grower, you wouldn't have anything. Mm. So you're going to buy seed. So there's gonna, there is your, your initial cost is that. Yeah, your seed. And then you are going to buy your dome or a small pot or a small tunnel. So there could be costs depending on how you decide yeah. to grow. I mean, there's guys that, you know... Us Africans, we grow in a field, in an old tire that you get off the side of the road, find some, find a bush that's growing really green and well, take that soil, put it in the thing and grow. 
So the, in Africa, we're lucky. We're very lucky to be able to do that kind of stuff. And very few people build in the fact that you're going to be watching them for four out four months, five months, and you're going to be having to live and eat and pay rent and stuff. So that is all part of how much it costs to grow all of these plants. Because if that's all you're doing, you've got all oh, these yes, overheads yes. coming in all the time. If that's all you're doing, yeah. Yeah, so you've got to be a proper farmer yeah. and work this out over a period as an outdoor farmer. You've got to treat it as a business. At the end of the day, if you're going to do this to sell, you have to treat it as a business and work it out. Yeah. If you're what doing it to sell and you're growing outdoor, you need a fuckload to actually last 12 months. I don't know anybody that can... Like, I'd like to be a manager. I'd like to be a manager. Farm on one manager. Of the farms. You could be a manager on one of the farms. I am brilliant. Do you know at Excel? Do you know how to do Excel? I know how to run things. Do, and I'm not being. <laughs> my ex and I had a garage when he was pissed most of the time. Who ran the garage? I see. You can't bullshit me about cars. I'm not one of those women. Okay. So, yeah, and I mean, you look now how I'm running, you know, so, you with know, admin and putting practices in place. I've run a real estate agency in Komiki. Okay, you've got the job sold. And you got your own I car. Am oh, I haven't got your own car. Sorry, no. I haven't got your own car. No, no, it's public transport. Because if you think about this thing, I'm I, very good at if what I, I were to think about if if it would be worthwhile committing to like a committed life, farmhouse, weed, or whatever. Yeah. And you you think that these oaks are having to sell it at basically a rand, a rand fifty a grand. No. They they cost. There must be so little in it that. Is it really worthwhile? Because then you're essentially you're taking a tree that if a while ago you grew a staunch plant. And that would be worth about, putting in your rand terms, 10,000 rand, done well, a good plant. And now you're saying that plant's only worth 1,000 rand. Hmm. Wow. Is it worth it? Well, it's would would guys be incentivized? Yes, it's, it's a hell of a lot, lot more worth than growing strawberry plants or, Still. or, or hay, of course. Um, of course it is. Even a, though, it, 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 yeah, definitely. There's a very famous quote by Ben Dronkers, the man who started mm -hmm. Sensi Seeds. Mm -hmm. And he said, "You will be able to make, you will be able to do double your money by selling weed at fifty cents a gram. Fifty US cents a gram, you will still make a profit on the weed." And that, wow. he still thinks that that holds true today. And the really? reason he does is because Uruguay is selling it at a dollar a gram to crash the black market. That's their motors. That's their modus operandi That's to really get rid of the black market, almost give it away. Then there's no profit in it. But there are still 14 multinationals looking for the license at 50, 50 cents a gram. So the answer to your question is 50 US cents a gram, which is what, four times 15, uh, like two rand. Remember, the bigger you go, the cheaper it's going to become. The economies yeah. of scale, I just, get it. It's all going to level itself out, just like... Africa's um, got the most land to grow cannabis on. It'll be literally free. Essentially, this should be... So cheap that every person in the township, in the most forest, hardest, ruralist yeah. place ever, should yeah. have access to oil yeah. and flippant yeah. butter and everything. They should, because this is like the most, like this here. Because they Moringa. Need... Here's Moringa. This is available now. It's on every garage but you can get this. Remember, it should be cannabis Hold available. on, now you see, this is the business side. You cannot say that it needs to be available to everybody mm. because we're talking about farms. You've got the farm owner, you've got somebody who's managing it, you have a foreman who's yeah. taking care of the workers. Mm. Those people need to be paid. Of course. So you can't just give stuff away. No, not give it away, make it available. So I'm saying if there's if they okay. can grow at such a large scale and they can But extract, you must remember there's a lot of poor people in our country, yeah? This but that's what I'm and trying to say. So if, if I grow in a room this size, right, and I put up 
10 1000 watt lights and I do my whole spiel here. But then I'm going to charge thing. you oh, yeah. 200, 150 Rand a gram because that is what's going to cost me at least 100 Rand a gram to run it properly really? and make sure that. Well, I'm just. No, okay. No, but you could it's also employ me. people. It's going to cost me more then. Just, okay. just, 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 no, no, just listen. So now if I go out into a field and I have a hectare of cannabis and I can grow that to a standard that is acceptable, because remember, they don't, you don't need to have chronic all the for time. someone that's in, well, for anyone, anyone you know. <laughs> so if you can have a hectare of cannabis and you can then process that down and get huge amounts of oil, for instance, and make that available to then people in the rural area for, they go to their doctor and they say, look, we need the oil. There it is. At a much cheaper price, instead of them going to the doctor, the doctor says, well, look, you know, Pfizer over there is, is prescribing this, this generic or this that you're going to have to pay 50 wow. or 100 or 200 or 300 Rand, where we can say, well, hold on, we can provide this to you for 15 wow. Rand type thing. Like, it's cheap. It's, it's, it's that kind of scale. And it needs to be because that's like the Uruguay's doing it. Yeah. Yeah. But you saw walking really nicely into our next topic, it was like Telegram that. It's, oh. We're seeing in Lesotho now that there's objections now to what's going down. Uh, so we know that Verve Dynamics and apparently who knows else has got licenses going on there. But now we're seeing it being in the local news stories there and like a local activist looking dude that they're saying, wait, the, the, popu the people are saying, whoa, wait, what the fuck? We've been growing this shit forever. We know this thing. Help us, yes, teach us a bit. But why aren't you including why you us in this? But why apparently, is it going to I spoke to someone that said that they have. Well, not that I said that they have. If, if basically we go back to the, the articles, they basically, from what I can remember, they did. They said that they consulted with the locals and spoke to government and basically... They did the process. If they did, we don't know. You know, we they read. did due process, due but process, that doesn't mean yeah. that the locals were happy. No, they put a notice yeah. up in the bus and say, it is going to happen. Yeah. So, yes, it's absolutely terrible if they... It, well, the thing is, if the locals didn't object to it, it was just sprung upon them. Hell, of course, they've got every right to, you know, say... This and is I can't imagine yeah. they were really consulted, because it was very quiet. This came out of nowhere, the story. It's yeah, cool. You know where this thing's located, eh? It's in the mound. It's so deep. You don't just... Walk past it. It's like you have to drive there hours in a car to get to the loco location of that thing's at. It's deep. So it has to be deep, yeah. Um, look, Lesotho, so all eyes are on Lesotho, but as soon as the headline comes out of California that there's a, some, or Canada or somewhere else that now the Emerald Green and the Kingdom. Coming out of Africa. The first place to legalize oh in Africa. I saw that. Legalize Africa, Lesotho. Oh, it's legalized in Africa. And you know, they, just, they all fly Now, in. you can't unsee any of that. It's not legalized my ass. So we'll get on to the next. You know, the, well, the, the, well, you're going, going straight to wait, well, the, wait, with Lesotho now, if, if Canada's involved, are they going to stop um, the helicopter spray? I don't think Canada's involved with Lesotho. No, ca so Canada, there's, there's some Canadian influence in, influence in expertise in Lesotho from various places, whether it's with seeds or growing or because I mean, they, they've been growing. Because they've been spraying those crops, eh? Yeah, and a no, secret, a, a secret compartment. Yeah. Imagine three what? and a half tons. I mean, it's a truck, <laughs> it's, a, it's a container, but 
imagine three and a half tons in a secret compartment. That's a fucking big secret compartment. It's a big area. Like, it's oh. not. So it could actually have been the decoy. To the other side. Totally. I mean, it, there could be a full container behind it. Maybe the truck was made so of weed. fuck with what they just got here. Maybe the other one. Oh. It's, there's a massive amount of growing going on in the suit at the moment. Three tons. 3.4 to 3.6 tons, and it's, it's like a, a Lesotho National. Yeah. We got the we got the thing from a Lesotho newspaper. This is not reported in South Africa. It's reported in Lesotho, and they've got quotes from South African police saying they actually said this doesn't happen very often. At the Masiru Gate, yeah. he said this doesn't happen very often, which I thought was quite remarkable because. They've been trying to get it out of Lesotho for about 400 years, you know. It's got the answer with a donkey. Yeah, well, that's that, there's all of that. Yeah, no, that's, a, that's, a, that's dear to my heart. Merkel and I did some early, early days of Dhaka couple. We started doing research on the Dhaka donkeys. Okay. And we went to see some specialists in, um, outside Bergville, the people who know the horses in the area, and uh, they're sociologists at Peter Maritzburg University. And we got to hear the history of it. And it's all, nothing's written down, you know. And it's all the, uh, oral transmissions of, they know, they even do a thing with the donkeys on the way, when they push the donkeys down the path, um, one of them's got a bell, and the rest follow the bell in the mist, and there's only one path, and they go down to Bergville for, hey, 200 years. As long as there's a, somebody smoking it in Bergville, they'll have gone down. It's, it's more than 200 years. Huh. So, um, I've actually seen the donkey, the donkeys woke me up one time, long before I even knew what any of this story, the early days of me being here. I'm hiking in the Drakensberg, and ding, 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 we got out the tent, and sure as shit, I'll never forget it, there's a whole bunch of donkeys walking past with these buffuck, big, massive bales no, on them. Each Are you side. And they're just following the ding, 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 as you're going down the mountain. And, and it was like... Pardon? Yeah. It's yeah. packed full of mini And it's going down, that was going down to the, um, down towards the police station, really. There's somebody's down there to head them off at the pass. But you know how many donkeys die in the Burgville police station? Why? Because nobody gives a fuck. They get the weed. The That's what they're after. They put the donkey in the compound. Nobody gives a fuck about the donkeys. There's so many donkeys end up dying at the other end of the line because they never get what it. What about they feed them and they... Not a fuck. I That's all part of the story of the Dhaka donkeys and the, and the Lesotho. The Basutu at the top of the, no. the mountain, he says, kind of, yes, it's brief, we meet again, you know, because the donkey knows how to get back. Because he's been met at the end by somebody who can feed him and water him and turn him around. And, but loads of them don't make it because the cops just take everything. Shine. They put the thing in a pen. It's not actually the Burgle Police Station. It's called... It's, um, Begins with M. There was a whole bunch of them there in a compound. The um, um, I nearly said Mkumbati. The shit's making me sad. Anyway, so Lesotho's got a rich history of making weed, but not like this bud porn dank stuff. But I've smoked some high altitude Lesotho fresh weed before, and it looked awful. Mm -hmm. It was like this yeah. straggly, straggly mm -hmm. stuff, but I got profoundly stoned off it. I don't know whether it was pleasant or unpleasant, wow. but for what it was and what I smoked, fuck, I got goofed. Just, it was after a sweat lodge. It was after a sweat lodge and everybody had a token of this thing and uh, <coughs> Christ, it floored me. The hell of a thing. It's the only time I've ever smoked any of it that I knew was it because it had just come from there. Wow. Yeah, no, it's, it's got its moments, that stuff, but a really short growing period. But it does sound like 
if you I know there's all it's so popular to do documentaries, but wouldn't it be such an amazing documentary the story of those donkeys? Pick me. Okay. Just we've still got from light so also got We've still got our notes. We've still got our notes, but to get people we need a whole Basutu film crew from Aziru. I think we're going to have to be bored in post-legalization. It's like but that's one of those things that might die out. You know, That story might never get told because maybe legalization comes fast enough to Lesotho or to wherever that that practice just stops. That's so sad. That would be like a closed chapter of a yeah. deep... I, I, I rate anyone watching this podcast or listening to it or whatever at some point in their life. And when they first started smoking weed, it was two years ago, 20 years ago, 40 fucking years ago, at some point you have probably smoked Donkey Dacha. Yeah. I have. <laughs> yeah, uh, completely. You, How you do you know? don't even know. You they're, know. They're bringing down 100 kilos each and there's 10 donkeys, so there's 1,000 kilos, there's one ton in one shipment, and that's gone round the corner down into Natal, and it's gone up the end, three straight to Joburg, the Vile Triangle, all the way through Soweto Beyond. And the donkeys get the wrong that's deal so out of it. Sad. Yeah, it is. Yeah, there's no SAPS budget for donkey. Come on, is there anybody out there who will sponsor us? We'll make a documentary. I think documentary. it's like Penny. the Dacha donkeys. Well, donkeys. If you're watching, it would be real <laughs> fucking nice. <laughs> Leftovers. If, if, if people came and you could do that thing, would you like to sponsor to, to the Dacha donkeys? Did any of you watch Joanna yeah. Lumley? You know, from Absolutely Fabulous, yeah, yeah. She Trez, Egypt and all that? I'll be her without the coke. <laughs> without yeah. the coke. All right, cool. You got the job. <laughs> So guys, should we go into overtime because of the well, 10 minutes at the beginning? Yeah, no, let's do some it's overtime. It's 8 o'clock now. Yeah. Yeah. So Jules, can we talk disjointed yet? Have you watched any more of it? The chips have finished. Oh my there's god, a, there's, no, there's another packet of evil radioactive things down there. Oh. Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, disjointed. If you, if you look series. at the pictures. Steve D'Angelo was angry, eh? about how they portrayed him and everybody was commenting i don't know how they portrayed him i haven't got to that episode yet oh i don't know i haven't seen any of it but it was last week I the know, night I that know, it that's like serious so we're way behind people were people were coming on they said that man who portrayed you for somebody who started this movement and has mm -hmm. done so much that was done. disgusting so I don't know how what? the hell this character portrayed him. I don't know. That's pretty off the... Now I want to see it even more. Go to his timeline. And people were commenting. They were like, we think it's so wrong. And oh, really? Yeah. So is that now in midway into Series 2, perhaps? Or yeah. are they on Series 3? Season 2, I think. Because I've only just got into halfway through... People at work say they think of me when they watch that program. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think I think of quite a few things. And I'm, I'm just delighted that such a thing exists. If you can get past the the stereotypes and the some of the one-liners and the formulaic one-liner, one-liner, punchline, canned clapping and oh. laughter, you know, that's how the lorry, that's how it is. That's how a sitcom is. So you get the one line, the, the second line, punchline, clap or laughter from the canned, <laughs> the canned audience, you know. And that's the bit that irritates me because that lacks spontaneity. It's all very contrived, but... The undercurrents of all of the messages that are going out about weed and weed use and who uses it and how it's used and what it's used for, I think oh. is pretty cool. I'm going to watch that. But have it's you... not available. In, I don't know if I've got it on Netflix. Netflix. I've got a TV where I can plug a 
flash drive in. Well, we'll let me put on a flash drive for you. That works. I've got I, a flash drive, yeah. Get it cool. my bag. Let's talk about yeah, pirate bags. Right, right, sorry. So right. <laughs> <laughs> and all that stuff. Now he's on the pirating. Do you have me real hey, hey, awesome. to copy all those CDs <laughs> for me? To our defense, it's series one. Like, it's quite old. <laughs> <laughs> Everything ages so quickly now, hey. Damn it, man. Hey, be careful. Everything ages so quickly. Me included, Oaks. It's quite, there's lots of barriers being broken in this sitcom. Yeah. There is, and people, I've, I put a post up, what do you think? And it's totally polarised, you either love it or you hate it. Some people uh, do think, it, for what it is, you've got to see it as a comedy, because that's what it is. But if you start picking the bones out of how stupid some of these characters are, they, they, they're quite endearing, all of them, because you know somebody like them. Yeah. And you know, so you know, it's, it's, it's all part of the rich life of... I just, it bugs me, the set dressing. I would have thought if they can afford Kathy Bates and they can afford a set dresser as well because that weed just isn't botanically correct. They wow. could have because it's not right. They've, they've been to eBay and there's, on eBay there's like these three weed leaves on a stick that go like this, three prongs of dying. Yeah. So that is nowhere like a weed leaf botanically because a weed leaf goes like this and drops down and flaps in the wind but these are like this next time you watch it they're all going doing doing because they just didn't get it quite right and that's no. that was my job in the movies before all this shit happened and i was a greensman and we, we would important. emulate such stuff well it's all about the budget and you know i've researched making prosthetic weed leaves and stuff and uh, it's an arm and a leg to hire them out would be an arm and a leg but you know more and more people are starting to think about it in the in the industry because it's becoming part of more and more storylines so anyway the future might be prosthetic weed yeah sounds weird huh? the fakest scratch and sniff Did what you oh. <laughs> <laughs> ah, what gets me about the show though is a lot of it's so stereotypical and it's amazing how close it does cut to the activist bone sometimes so it is a bit clever so the co-writer's shot but spoilers ahead Jeff. What really killed it, what really fucking killed it for me, because you give sitcoms like a bit of room to be funny and to be out there. But at the end of season one, and if you don't want to hear the spoiler, stop it now. But it gets a bit out there, and there's this thing where the oak chops and has the buds ready to smoke within one day. Ooh. That doesn't exist. That, that's like too far it's out. Definitely not woke. Definitely not. <laughs> Are you done with your spoiler? Yeah. Done with my spoiler. Okay. You remember that movie Bad Moms? Now, over Christmas, there was the Bad Moms Christmas. You know? It came out. I know it. Okay. Well, I went to the premiere at my work. They have a cinema. Okay. That's actually very cool. Nice. And Susan Sarandon comes in, Joe. One of the Bad Moms. I don't remember which one. She's her mother. And from the minute she gets out the taxi, she lights up a joint. That is the she does it in real life. I know she does. She's an activist. Yeah, yeah, totally. And all the TV series that I watch, there's always somebody who's now smoking a joint. And that's mainstream TV. That's become so culturally acceptable. Yeah. I wish mm. it was becoming more acceptable than down at fucking Rockville Essential. No, in Stellenbosch. Jesus, dude, if, why don't they see this and say, all of these people look just like, look like you and I doing exactly the same shit with the same hopes and dreams. It's working out there, but how comes it just can't work out here? South Africa's different. Is it? Fuck different. Oh. It's the same prohibition, the same fucking humans. Does my head in that nobody would believe you. Yeah, it's legal there, but that's not here. 
well, what's, what's the difference? What's a fucking point? What's but it's point? also it's so available here yeah, that it almost feels like it's That's legal. Jesus, yeah, in the right circles. You know, you know, to loads and loads of people, they've never been anywhere near the cops, the cop shop, they've never smelt the fear, they've never ever been down the barrel of a gun at a roadblock because you've fucking got an H.E. In, in, in an ashtray. That loads of people have not been affected by prohibition yet. And there's other people I who haven't. fucking gone down for three three times all of you know. You're doing it wrong. No. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, I've been busted for the fourth time. And we send Terrible. back you're doing it wrong. A lot of people you don't know have. No, they do not think? know the repercussions oh. of being arrested yeah. for having weed there and then, stinking a bit, red eye, joint in your hand, flashlight in the fucking face. And your it's life that fear. has fucking changed Sign forever. Sign here and you can go. Yeah. It's that fear. Okay. Right. Yes, like. So, we, you know what? All of the people that went down in Stellenbosch, um, they knew what they were doing when they got there. You know, these are old seasoned veterans of all sorts of harassment by the cops. And now, now they, we've got enough social media and enough people on the outside to actually put this big picture together now. They can't get away with this shit much longer. Oh, there's some meeting at a police station or something? Yes, okay, guys. Let me give you a bit of an intro. Not going to be mean here, but like, so after the Stellenbosch thing blew up, I know that Jeremy Acton from the Dhaka party got on it pretty quickly, maybe a bit too hastily, and created this event that's literally happening tomorrow and Saturday. Over the weekend, yeah. yeah. And we know opening. it's short notice because it, it just has been short notice all around. So, like, I think the deal is he's trying to encourage people to go to the cop shop with this form that you that you can go download on their site, dakaparty.org or .co.za, whatever. And you can go download this form, print it, fill it in, sign it, and then take it to a cop shop and say, back off. Well, just, you make it, it, it's addressed to the commander. Yeah. And you want it delivered to the commander who will be nowhere near it until at least Monday when he gets back from his long weekend. And you have to, I would imagine, either get a receipt of it on a piece of paper to, to actually hold them accountable for the fact it was delivered like the fucking sheriff, you know, yeah. or take a selfie, get a picture at the cop shop with you, there's the Sophia yeah. Town or whatever, or in there, or with the guy, be nice, we're not going, this is not total militancy, yeah. we just want to hand in as many letters as we can around the country. It's a great initiative, it's uh, the, the letters... The letter's huge. I think 17 pages long and he spent all week doing it and he's a master of the craft of doing legalese shit, you know. He's written all of these things for the Constitutional Court for years, but he's never written anything for the cops. So now he had to recraft all of this thing. And um, yes, as he... Jeremy, you dug a hole for yourself by putting the event up on Sunday and not having the fucking thing ready till Thursday. He got so many things going. Where's the letter? Can I have the letter? Where's it? He kept having to put up... Be patient. Whoa, the fuck. Was be, that a bomb? Yeah. <laughs> like, listen. Be patient, be patient. So it's like, it's out. And it's on the Dhaka Party's front page, on the Dhaka Party's Facebook page. He's got page. an event. This is what I'm saying. Because he's telling people to go to the event and say which cop station you're going to go to. And he wants people to kind of go together. So there's crowds. People must go onto the event and say which cop station. Yeah, I think it's, guys, I'm going to be brutal, yeah? The event could have used a week longer to be organized. So 
honestly, we can say everything we want now. I don't know if we know what's going on. Check out the event on Facebook. Check it out yeah. on their page. I think that's the best place to stay up to date. But I think the spirit is print the letter, sign the letter, take and it to in the your place. own time. You can do it Wednesday next okay. week. You know, it's, this is not like ready, steady, go. Yeah. I think it would impact the cohesion of having twenty people going at the same time or a hundred takes we know weeks to get a hundred stoners in the same place group no matter how mull they are with the visuals on facebook it's like herding kittens cool guys we're coming into land before we say shout out to affiliates and that i think we can say it's official d-day pictures D -day. <laughs> yes yeah no jesus Jules, what's going always on? A, Damn. A, yes it's the run up to launching the first flyer getting your ducks in a row and spending months getting the permissions and shit and the maps and the jock and the people. Anyway, they went out and we're getting off the tarmac and into the park. And um, we'll tell you where the park is. It's in the Joburg area. When? When are you going to tell us? When? When are you going to tell us where oh, it is? No, when, we've got, when we've got like 50,000 people a day coming through the site wanting to know where the fuck it is. And we're but going to lead then. you down the garden path. But it, it's on all the major routes. It's a really, really cool little secret that has had it's had events but it's had very few events and it's had five thousand people in it and if we get five thousand i'd be absolutely chuffed but that's um that's another thing there's loads of space loads of view and it's going to be bigger better faster some usual suspects on the stage because all of these party flyers from over the years tidal waves are there they're going to be there again because we just couldn't do it without them but we've got lots of new friends this time and um Jesus, we just get more and the time, What time does it start and end? Ten in the morning. So this is awake and bake. It used to start at one till one. Then we slipped it to twelve till twelve. But people left at ten. So we reckon we're going to spin it to a daytime park jaw. Bring a picnic basket, that bl blanket, and some chairs and stuff, and hang out. There's tons of space. And we're going to put a load of gazebos up. So it starts at ten. Ten in the morning till round about yeah. eight in the evening. Yeah. But now you said bring a picnic. Aren't they going to no, be no, a food I said, truck? No, no, don't bring a picnic. Okay. Don't, so don't bring, bring food. anything. Are there going to be more food trucks? Blankets. 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 Are there going to be more food trucks? Because last year they were popular. Yeah. 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 Guys, yeah. Like There's going to be more fucking everything. everything. Yeah. And don't forget we need pancakes and sweet shit. Because yeah. that pancake I couldn't keep up. No. And then he fucking ran out. <laughs> yes, love. We got you covered. He wants a fucking revolt. Fucking <laughs> The food riot, the munchie no. riot. Guys, right. it's, it's been a great podcast. Uh, <laughs> for D-Day though, I think uh, on the fields of green. Oh, the phone's page. ringing. Oh, who's on the phone? Hello? <laughs> oh, in the words of the late Fiona Coyne from The Weakest Link, to our police minister, you are the weakest link. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> ah. <laughs> Moving on. Goodbye. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, uh, D-Day's on. It's on the Fields of Green website. You'll see it under events. Yeah. Facebook. D-Day for 20, 2018. It's on Ducker Couple. It's within Fields of Green. It's on Quicket. 
it's um, coming at you very, very quickly. Saturday, the 21st of April, we're going to give the first, we're not sure how many people on the way in, a whole wake and bake kit so you can get completely trashed before What's lunch. What's the entrance fee? I didn't see 160 that. bucks yeah. online and 200 bucks at the door. Okay. Help us out with an so online ticket. So there will be on sale at the door? Well, it, you know what? There what always has been. You, Put it that way. What there time will you stop sales the at so, the door? Guys, we're not the sure. site, the okay. Facebook page, what we've done this Go check year, it out. we've made a real effort. The site's got fucking alles. But it doesn't matter because you others. put it on there now. Still ask what time? Oh, like, we'll, we'll yeah, answer the light Phone a friend. Phone a friend. Oh yeah, and if you want to apply to be a vendor or a trader or whatever, uh, the on the dedicated page there are application forms. Fill them all in because it's all got the FAQs you need. Yeah, it's really, guys. It's all there. Streamline sponsors, media, like you said, vendors. Go click on the thing. We'll no, it's going to be rocking. Come and really, say hello. Really, it's it's such. I'm so excited about the venue. It's a it's a blind day out. Yeah, great it's view of Josie. So nice. It's yeah. going to be day. It's going to be lit. Let <laughs> a Bring your poi. Let's dance. <laughs> Come stay lit, guys. Uh, big shout out to our sponsors. Uh, not so much for the spawn for the podcast, but who who support yeah. Fields of Green. We ask guys always, please go donate. Okay. Join the Green Network. A grammar month. Please, 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 guys. Anything you can do. We really appreciate it. The guys who do do things for us, uh, go check out Friends of the Herb. Old friends, still around. Not much going on there, but really genuine, good people. Uh, check out Oil to Health. Uh, these yeah. guys are all about, like, full extract cannabis oil and about, like, yeah. complementary therapy to go with it because it's oh, a lifestyle wow. change. And these yeah. oaks have been there, so they can speak. And then, also, I-420 Cape Town. I, like, iPhone 420 Cape Town. Yeah. They got Kef shit. Go yeah, check it they out. got some great quality T-shirts. I got one. Really? Yeah. Nice. Hold on. I, I wish the hell I got a bigger one. But that's just me. I'm just getting bigger. Yeah, dude. But also, Kate, everything's a hipster fucking cat. We don't all know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, last shout out to Kefalik, guys. Victoria. Yeah, maybe hey. we should get Kefalik back here. Yeah, man. They took lekker like cuck, eh? Yeah. Guys. Should we be checking anything else out? Uh, no, D-Day 420. Um, if the cops rock up without a warrant, do not let them in. That's the whole point of this. Yes. Stand your ground, be brave, and if they do get in, film it. But they're not going to like it, but stand your ground. But be polite. Yeah. Be also, polite. And you have rights as a citizen. Never just forget. say no to getting fingered. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Hey, don't joke. Last time they fingered that oaking four ways with a lip ice. You never fucking heard what happened. <laughs> it's a lot of money. And there were two young guys. Do you, do you and on the video, the guy's crying. He's like, please don't do that to my friend. 